Welcome to the Career Blueprint, where we step into endless actionable career advice and insights. With your host, Sandra, tune in and empower the growth of your professional journey. Welcome to another episode of the Career Blueprint. My name is Sandra and I'm your host. In today's episode, we're going to be covering freelancing in the tech world. And we have an amazing guest. Uh, he's a freelancer himself. He's going to tell us more about himself. Lenny, how are you doing? You can go ahead and tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm Lenny Pascali and I'm a software developer with four years experience. I do both the front end and the back end, so oh, nice. I can call myself a full stack developer. Oh, nice. So, how long have you been a developer, Lenny? So, it's been like uh, four years, but um, I had nine months of bootcamp, but I counted also. So, in, in other words, it's been four years and nine months. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Why did you choose to be a full stack developer? Because uh, I see some people choosing to become uh, either one of them because they're good at that. Why did you choose to become both? Uh, so uh, sometimes you can find yourself being interested in both because um, the backend um, is all about building systems, uh, thinking about logic of how things should be working building complex systems so someone who like to solve problems will be interested in that but also for the front end um, I'm interested in uh, building something that users will love to interact with and making sure that um, the user experience is um, of a high quality so I also enjoy doing the front end. So um, thank you very much. That's a very thorough introduction, but I uh, would like us to dive into the questions in regards to freelancing. So can you tell us about your journey into freelancing the tech, into the tech world? What inspired you to pursue this path? Okay, um, yeah, uh, firstly, uh, something that interested me is um, how freelancing offers high flexibility. So. Uh, you can work from everywhere, wherever you are able to access the internet, you have your laptop, plus uh, you're, you're also able to schedule your own time, your own working time, which gives you an opportunity to be able to do something else uh, apart from working and reserve other hours for working. Right. So, um, in other words, you chose freelancing because of the flexibility in general. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so jumping to our next question, I'd like to ask you, building a strong portfolio is, a, is crucial for freelancers, we all know. How did you go about creating an impressive portfolio and what advice would you have for our listeners in this regard? Okay, uh, mostly was uh, trying to choose projects to work on that would be um, of high value to the market like building projects that will be used by a lot of users right so um that's uh the first thing and the next thing is making sure that you are you are able to demonstrate what you did in each project to the potential mm. employers adding it to your resume adding it to your portfolio right. or even um demonstrating what you did on like um professional platforms like linkedin right so that's all uh, crucial for that Oh, interesting. So, in other words, you have to use these social media tools to leverage social media as the tools to leverage your networking. Yes. Now, good that we're diving into networking. We know networking is also key in the tech world. Could you share some of the strategies for building meaningful professional relationships and finding good freelancing opportunities? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, networking is a crucial part in someone's professional growth, uh, right. especially for software developers or other people in the professional ecosystem. Mm. So uh, some of the key things to do is making sure that you are attending um, take events that are of interest to you right because yeah. uh they will meet like-minded people who will mm-hmm. challenge you who you will learn a lot of new things from yeah but not also learning from them uh mm. you will also be able to get other career opportunities for them career guidance right somebody would be like um here in my company looking for a software developer i think you might be interested yes and uh with that we'll be able to land that job real quick compared to searching for jobs by yourself thank you that's very insightful now one challenge for freelancers is setting the right pricing structure they're like i don't know how to put my skills on on the into money to 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 have the right value not overpriced not underpriced what pricing models have you found most effective and how do you determine your rates for different projects Okay, um, uh, going with rates, uh, there are a lot of factors to consider in that. Uh, firstly, it would be like your experience level. Right. Um, how many features you're, bu- you're going to build in that project. Um, the client's budget. Sometimes uh, it might be a client whose um, budget is very high or very, or um, at the medium level. So you will also be considerate about that. Uh, plus, uh, you should also be very keen to the amount of work you put in and the amount of time. So, with those factors, you need to come up with um, a good rate. Mm. So, if you are very experienced and um, the work requires much time, you have to put uh, a bit of high rate because it will consume much of your time, much of your effort, and you'll be using um, the skills that you acquired for long years. Right. Oh, that's that's awesome now i want to ask about time management people normally struggle with time management because they even taken take on a lot of projects on their plate so uh, time management is often a struggle like you hear for freelancers what tools and techniques do you use to stay organized and ensure to meet your project deadlines okay um yeah uh, some of the things that i do is uh firstly on a in a bigger picture is uh trying to check on my schedule for the week before the week starts yeah. i check on all my calendars uh personal calendar work calendars yeah. and know uh these things will happen this week but also uh getting close to it before i sleep each day i check on what's uh, the schedule for tomorrow yeah. and uh on a daily basis uh, i use this tool called uh, pomodoro it's yeah. uh something that'll help to focus with a uh, little bit chunks of time so you get focused for 25 minutes on this right. uh, on this task mm-hmm. and you get a break of five minutes mm-hmm. get focused and uh, again and then get 15 minutes of break and then start over so it helps you stay stay focused and n- not lose yourself or uh, get exhausted so in that case still on time management i think it's very it's just right to say that it's very possible that you can get overwhelmed even though you're using any kind of tool i want to know how you handle the overwhelming even though let's say you multi you're multitasking you have maybe about two or three projects at the same time how do you manage like the exhaustion the overwhelm and how do you not even confuse the work from one client to another client 
yo yeah so that's uh mostly with uh that uh tool i i said so with the tool you're able to to list all the tasks that you have so you're able you can uh say okay I'll, I'll be working on this like for two hours or i've been navigating through all of all of them because with the tool you're able to select this one you reserve the 25 minutes you take a break you select the second one you reserve the 20 minutes the break and then back to the first and uh, something else that you should do on a daily basis is getting time for break as for me during evening hours i go for jogging and um for the weekend i try to travel so that i can cool off my mind so um i want to ask back again to building someone's portfolio now that we've mentioned like about working on different projects together there's uh something called jthub um i think every developer is very like aware of that yeah and um i want to know um on a scale of one to ten how important is jthub like are there even other uh, platforms like jthub like are even better than that um would you recommend it like in your personal opinion as a developer okay uh github is widely used by most developers yeah. but uh there are other platforms uh that uh, some companies use choose to use like mm -hmm. azure devops bitbucket uh -huh. yeah so uh but some also are, are specific to such organizations because um they will put you into their organization and once you leave the organization the work you did will stay with them so uh like that you should keep your uh your contribution like add it to your resume and say i contributed to this project but it won't be available publicly because once you leave the organization they stay with uh, the things that you contributed to and but um github is mostly very um public because even if you you leave the the organization, people will still see your contribution. Though they can't see them in details, mm -hmm. people would see uh, contributed uh, such uh, stuff to this private organization. Right. So in that case, you would say that you recommend GitHub overall. Yeah, but uh, sometimes it's specific to the uh, the tool that the organization is using. That's, but yeah. mostly people use GitHub. So in in that case, I want to ask: Isn't it possible that you could you could use like two tools like that work at the same time? Let's say, for instance, you use GitHub and another tool that maybe is specific to a company where you don't have access to the things that you did, but then you put the work that you did on the on GitHub, or is it like something you have to be in the clause for a contract or something like that? Because I want to understand how does maybe this is if for instance there is reason why i'm working i'm asking it's if i'm working for a company and i want my work to be seen by people because i want to be hired how um are they gonna be able to know that i actually did this work because there's a possibility that i could even be lying that i did for that work and i haven't even done that work so i want to know how exactly can someone be sure that make sure that actually even if the work is private to the organization they still have credit for that um okay uh with that it's kind of uh complicated but um some organizations are, are very serious about data privacy and confidentiality so um in that case you can copy uh the things you're doing in the private organization um code repositories and copy them to your uh, personal repositories so uh, you, in that case, you may be um, not complying to the contracts that you have with the organizations. Right, okay. But um, in that case, um, 
most of the potential employers can reach out to the um, former employers. They say, did you work with this person? How was he? So, yeah, for reference. So it's better that wherever you work, you, um, you do as you have to. You um, you build a good reputation so that when they reach out to them, they will uh, get good good news about you. Mm, yeah. True. So now also it brings me to contracts and legal matters. You know how complex they can be. Could you provide some guidance on how freelancers can protect their work and ensure fair agreements with the client? Okay, uh, about that, um, uh, sometimes it gets very complicated because as a software developer, you are not well informed about law stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, something that I would advise is making sure that before you sign a contract, you first um, ask for advice from different people. Don't rush because uh, sometimes employers are rushing you into, into signing the contract at their own benefit. So it's better you, you, you tell them, let me have like one day or two days. I read through it thoroughly. Yeah. So you may even, depending on if you have some funds, you may even um, consult a law firm mm. and make sure that the contract complies to the country-specific laws. Right. Plus, uh, you should know that since you will be... Um, required to complete such tasks there are also certain things the employers will be um, required to give you like compensation benefits sick leaves annual leaves so you should also consider that because once you get a burnout because uh, the contract is not fair for you it will be um, at your own cost so you should be very keen about that right. well, that's, that's very interesting so seeking uh, legal advice from people who are experienced is the most important thing yes so, um, continuous learning is essential in the ever-evolving tech industry. What are some of the favorite resources for staying up to date with the latest trends and technologies? Okay, um, so uh, some of the things of getting um, updated on the trends would be like uh, attending those tech talks, tech events that I mentioned before. Um, participating in hackathons during the weekends once you feel you have time and also listening to po podcasts because uh, podcasts are also very um, crucial things that talk about the trends talk, talk with uh, industry experts mm -hmm. and uh, something else you may subscribe to newsletters on some uh, tech companies mm -hmm. and also leading, reading some um, tech articles well, that's interesting. So, um, for someone to stay ahead of time, they have to keep themselves updated. Yeah. Are there, except maybe LinkedIn, are there any social medias that you would recommend that someone always keep uh, an eye to, where they could see like opportunities and everything? Okay. Um. Apart from, apart from um, GitHub, no LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So, uh another one would be twitter because um twitter is kind of professional somehow because also these uh tech farms tech companies startups are always updating about what they're doing so uh plus also github because some organizations are sharing media of what's happening any tech events they're sharing um what happened they're sharing uh speakers who uh, spoke at the event so you may also choose to use that hmm, that's, that's awesome so bringing me to my next question 
marketing and self-promotion play a significant role in freelancing success can you share some strategies for effective self-marketing and building a personal brand okay uh yeah it's um also a crucial part of professional growth and uh getting opportunities mm. as a software developer uh other than uh, networking so uh it's uh personal branding is very crucial because once you brand yourself very well even employers be reaching out to you so it's better you keep um an updated profile on linkedin you keep an updated profile on other social media like um twitter also uh facebook or uh, instagram so and make sure that the information there are consistent so you can say I'm a software developer on LinkedIn and go on Twitter said I'm a digital marketer. Mm -hmm. So you should keep uh, everything um, consistent. Mm -hmm. And also be sure that whenever you attend some events, you update um, on those platforms, whether you get a certificate, whether you get a new promotion, you update that so that uh, you are keeping a good, positive uh, personal brand. Right. Now, um, before maybe we dive into our next question, I'm curious to know what are the best platforms that uh, freelancers in tech can find um, work, like can find opportunities. Let's say I've, I've known about Upwork and, and Fiverr, but if you have more um, platforms that you can recommend, please. Okay, uh, yeah, Upwork uh, for me is the best one. And um, there's uh, this other one called uh, Freelancer, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. but there are also uh, some others that are very local so that uh, you are able to stand out uh, locally. So um, it, it depends on, uh, on which country you are in on which or which region, but uh, Upwork is very international. You may find interna international gigs, mm -hmm. uh, even Freelancer. And there's um, another one called um, Remote, if I remember well. Yeah, yeah. but there are a lot of uh, such platforms, but um, Upwork is the best one. Awesome. So I think we will leave some of them in the in the description for the for the episode below, and uh, maybe everyone else can be able to you know access them and go research and make. Yes, but what, what, why do you think Upwork is the best? Okay, uh, Upwork is the best because uh, it's been into that um, for so long. It complies with uh, many countries, uh, laws and regulations. Plus, uh, it's algorithm yeah. of being able to bid for work. Mm -hmm. uh, also, buy connects because uh, mm -hmm. whenever you are you are going to apply for a job, you are losing your connects. Mm -hmm. So it helps uh, people be serious about whether they want to apply for this job instead of like applying anywhere, whether you qualify or not. Yeah. So bringing me to our next question is about finances. Freelancers often have to manage their own finances, including taxes and retirement planning. What financial advice do you have for freelancers to ensure they're financially secure? Okay, uh, so um, one big advice I can give is uh, don't um, just enjoy eating all the lump sum of the money that you get. So make sure that uh, you are, you are um, setting specific goals, saying uh, I'm after paying taxes, say I'm saving this, and um, I'm also paying for the medical insurance because you don't know 
when you are going to get sick mm. so nobody's gonna get your back if everybody knows you're working so you should make sure that you are um take care of yourself in the future right. and um something is i may be able to have some budget to consult um another farm to help you with those um taxes and insurance plans right. so uh that those are the things you can do so um lastly i want you to share about a challenge that you've met in freelancing and how you overcame it so challenges are part of freelancing like you know yes can you share a challenging experience from your freelancing journey and how you overcame it okay um sometimes uh the clients are not uh very specific of what they need you to do so it's up to you to make sure that you are always asking questions don't getting afraid of asking questions because if uh, they tell you some vague information and you are afraid to ask them for more clarification mm. you might ruin things ruin your reputation and you get um bad reviews so it's uh up to you to make sure that you understand clearly what the client needs you to to accomplish mm. always reach out to them whether whenever you have a question or concern now in your personal experience has this ever happened to you was there a time where you didn't pay attention well or any other sort of challenge because i want to hear from your personal experience you talked to me about maybe a challenge you came through and you actually you, you went through and then you actually tell me how you you know went through about it and how you solved it yeah yeah that's specifically what happened to me a client um requested for me requested to me um to do this uh task so i didn't understand clear but i said okay let me get to it so after two days i realized i don't know what i have to do so at first i said how will i get back to them since i already confirmed that i get everything and i'm ready to kick off the task so it was a a big frustration but i said okay i have to reach back because if i don't reach back i don't know what to do so i had to reach back and we set up a call we had like um a one and one and a half hour call trying to understand what i need to do mm-hmm. so after that i was um clear about what i need to do and sometimes the client won't you to achieve something that is very complex or is impossible so it's up to you to say to tell them okay this is very complex require much time that you expect or this is not possible so you should be um you should feel at least to tell them this is possible this is impossible this will require more time that is than expected Thank you very much, Lenny. This was very enlightening, educating, and full of knowledge. So I want to ask you, is there anything you'd like to talk about, about freelancing, that maybe I wasn't able to put in my questions that you would like to add? Uh, yeah, thank you very much. It was amazing. Uh, so something I would add is uh, somebody who wants to get in there, uh, I, want, uh, I would tell them, uh, don't give up. At first, it's... Um, very frustrating very hard to get your first gig mm. but uh you just have to keep pushing uh in case you, you haven't got any project to work on yet you may work on clones mm. for example make a clone of um, facebook make a clone of airbnb or make any other personal project that um are of your interest yeah. 
and put them on your portfolio and keep searching for clients keep building connections and keep doing the personal branding Thank you very much, Lenny. Uh, we are honored to host you today, and um, we we hope to get to get a hold of you next time, and maybe you give us more knowledge about freelancing in tech. This was an episode about freelancing in tech, and thank you for tuning in. Until next time, ciao. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, keep pursuing your dreams, embracing new opportunities, and never stop investing in yourself. Together, let's make your career aspirations a reality.